0: Welcome to the Metal Hammer podcast, it's episode 75. We're an unholy uh, trinity again, Yay. guys. Yay. Finally, happy days.
1: Happy days.
0: I'm Mo. I'm here with Elle and Alice. How are you doing, guys?
1: Good, good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> emphatic, that was emphatic, an emphatic <laughs> good there from uh, Elle and Alice. Loads of stuff to talk about this week on the podcast. Don't forget that the latest issue of Metal Hammer is out right now. It is a Slipknot Spectacular, completely sold out Online. Thank you so much for everyone who came and picked up the issue uh, on our website. We really appreciate the support. It's been a huge success. We're very excited about it. We put some bundles out. They all went straight away. You can't get hold of those anymore at all. You can still get the uh, the main run magazine in shops in the UK right now, though. So uh, if you're collecting them all and you need to complete the set, or you still haven't got around to getting them yet, get out to shops right now. Nine different covers to collect, uh, and each one comes with an art print by Luke Priest and an awesome covers album. Um, with some extra tracks on it as well. That is a big old tribute to all things Slipknot. It's really good. Go get it immediately. And also, we just casually counted down the 50 greatest Judas Priest songs ever in that, in that issue as well, which we kind of haven't made as big a deal out of. That could have been a cover feature in itself, to be honest. It we, could have been. Maybe we should have done that and saved ourselves a hassle of trying to find <laughs> more cover features.
1: <laughs> Where were you two months ago when we decided to do that?
0: Well, there we go. Um, what's been going on? Jamie Jester's been having a mare. Well, he's been having a mayor, He's been having a a go. Yeah, so on he Twitter. was on
1: Twitter, wasn't he? Asking who churches with a V were yeah. and why they were on a bill with Gajera.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you see all the action go down? I saw a little bit of it. I didn't really um, fully read any of it. <laughs> I just thought saw the verses
1: churches. Yeah. So he commented, and then people started losing their shit. Kind of saying metal shouldn't be elitist. It would help if he didn't kind of call out a band. And then the singer of Churches got on Twitter and said she'd seen Gojira and she'd seen. I think somebody mentioned Deftones. She'd yeah. seen Deftones. Well,
0: I've got I've got Twitter up. So there you go. You can, can actually you the, read them out. The cold hard facts. Uh, so yeah, Churches have been added to um, the the what's the Deftones festival called that they're doing again? Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Is it two? So, um, yeah, or like
2: Dia de los Deftones S- something like that yeah it's like it is a play on it I can't remember yeah. no. <laughs> we're can't. all good at our facts this morning yay <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait let me find it it's, a, it's the second time Deftones have done this special festival uh, in honour of Dia de I guess yeah Dia de los M- Deftones uh, is taking <laughs> place Saturday <laughs> November 2nd in Petco Park in San Diego California uh, and it's a really cool and varied bill you've got Brutus on there you've got Youth Code kind of industrial um duo Uh, jpeg mafias on there uh and then you've also got at the top of the bill you've got gajira churches and deftones um churches are playing above gajira if you don't know what churches are like they're kind of like really nice floaty electronic pop i guess makes loads of sense if
1: you know chino's side projects
0: yeah definitely definitely and it's really no. i mean from top to bottom it's quite a varied bill um but uh jamie jester of uh (laughs) hate breed fame had some thoughts um i've now lost it cuz i was looking at the lineup hold on so he he was he he wasn't very impressed basically that churches who are they're not a new band but they're a little bit uh younger than deftones are for instance um and uh a little bit younger than gazira in particular um he's a bit annoyed that they were playing above gazira on what is a festival essentially headlined by a metal band um his exact words were Da, 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 da. who is churches with a v churches do spell there uh, you with a v uh, and why the fuck are they playing over Kajira? get the fuck out of here <laughs> sound like joe pesky get the fuck out of here uh have you ever heard the heaviest matter in the universe you're gonna get embarrassed off the stage lol no offense god the industry music sucks sometimes uh and then he replied to that saying updated google churches with a v they gotta be huge they did the song with a guy with a marshmallow mask, <laughs> people love it. Good for them. He's talking about the massively huge uh, house DJ Marshmallow, who does wear a kind of giant marshmallow emoji on his head, um, and he did a song with churches. So, a few people had some thoughts on this, um, and it was it was an interesting response because obviously, uh, you kind of would maybe expect people to go especially in the metal scene, like, yeah, fuck that band. Like how dare you headlining above Gajira and blah, blah, blah. But actually people kind of came in and went, that's a bit mean.
1: Yeah. I feel like it went the other way. I think there's this whole thing of music without genres now and people just want to listen to what they listen to. And metal does have this reputation you know that's not metal and being boxed into things and having to be a certain way and a lot of people are saying let's open it up a bit more we don't want to be this closed subculture that the mainstream doesn't look at this group of closed-minded people where metal is meant to be a really open genre let's keep things open let's accept people let's listen to different kind of music and i understand that
0: yeah i think so um uh, and to be to be fair to Jamie Jaster, he's like one of the safest, most he's super grounded muscle. guys de- going. He is super metal, but he's also really nice. He's always been really cool to deal with. And he's he's more open-minded than he might come across in a, in a thing like that. But he is, he is yeah, he is super metal. And he is very much like a guardian of the scene. And he, you know, he wants to see metal be given the platform it deserves. Um, but the reality is, and then well, a few different people piled in. Uh, including Lauren Mabry from Churches, she's a singer, she's Q, um, <laughs> and she actually replied directly to Jamie saying, I saw Gazira in Glasgow years ago and I've seen Deftones three times, so I was excited when we got asked to be on the bill. Just because someone plays or listens to quote-unquote pop music doesn't mean they don't understand or appreciate other things. And to be fair to Jasta, he then replied to her, uh, she did that with the gif of the, you know, the Rihanna eye roll, when she's in the limo. The limo. You know that famous bit, that Mm. gift that you can find the the limo, the limo window (laughs) going up, and Rihanna's rolling her eyes. Come on, guys, go on the internet. Sure. (laughs) Good grief! Come on. If I'm the if I'm the hippest guy in the room, you know there's problems here, guys. Um. Anyway, reply with a gift of Rihanna rolling her eyes, and Jamie replied to that going, "Oh damn, just saw this. The Rihanna eye roll, cold." (laughs) (laughs) it's cool you like heavy bands my mistake when I googled you I saw a bunch of crap you got from Chris Brown and his fans now I feel bad I don't know what the Chris Brown reference is to be honest um so yeah it's an interesting one uh kind of we talked about a little bit uh this kind of stuff with Glastonbury and how metal often doesn't feel like it gets a fair shake when it comes to mixing up with mainstream bands but if you look at the facts because you have been going longer and they are in my and think our opinion, a much better band than churches, but churches are quite good and also they are much, 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 much bigger by every single conceivable are measurement. They? Much bigger. They're, I mean, they've had a lot
1: more commercial up. success, haven't they? Yeah, because they're more mainstream bands.
2: I'd probably still put them beneath Gogira, especially on a metal bill.
0: But it's not a metal bill. Yeah. It's a it's a bill headlined by Deftones. Like JPEG Mafia is not metal. Youth Code aren't metal. Okay, they're really heavy, but they're not like a metal band i wouldn't say. Mm. Um, and
2: i don't think they're of out of place
1: at all in a Deftones times curated lineup. If you listen to Palms Crosses.
2: Yeah, no, i can like, see i can see the sort of like why they'd be yeah. in there, especially them because they're kind of like i don't know, they've got that sort of slightly darker you know electronic vibe. vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not like I don't know, Happy and Jonathan, who
1: obviously works at Hammer. He's a churches fan, I think.
0: He is. He, he specifically he, went somewhere to see them this year, didn't he?
1: And he is super, super metal and loves the extreme stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I love churches as well. I think they're awesome. Like I saw them at Reading a few years ago. They were really good. Um, but yeah, just in terms of size uh, of each band, um, I, I'm pretty sure churches will fill bigger venues over here than Gajira will. Maybe not much, but I I reckon they were. I mean, they're a Scottish band as well, so I don't know. Maybe they're not as big yeah. like in the states and Europe. I don't really know don't what know. they do over there. But Kajira's biggest song has done just over 30 million, which is to, which is to area on um, on Spotify. <laughs> and Church's biggest song has done 233 million. <laughs> so it's like quite a big, a big jump gap. in terms of perception. But yeah, if it, it's a I mean, if it's a, a bill headline by Deftones, maybe Gajira could justifiably play higher up. But then presumably churches will accept a certain sized fee. And I don't know. It's not, it's not a very easy thing to do when you're mixing up metal with non-metal I acts. mean, I guess yeah. Jamie
1: just had a reaction. He had no idea who the band were. And he just kind of went, what is this? What is going on? Like you said, being a gatekeeper and a guardian of the scene. But I don't... Objectively, it just seems kind of like normal i don't think there's that anything that's surprising about it given that it is deaf jones festival and given what they sound like it's kind of like whatever that's just a thing and i
0: do like the idea of presuming that church's fans are big enough fans to buy a ticket to this festival <laughs> they'll see yeah they'll be they'll, yeah they'll see Gajira, like, That'll be amazing which might not happen if they played the other way around exactly Pretty um, much leave and Uh, You know, I'm sure for most people it'll probably be a bit too heavy because they are fucking heavy. But at the same time, I'd like to think that some people will come away going, I've got no reference point for what I've just seen. This is amazing. Yeah. Which is really cool. I I hope
1: so too. Because they are one of those bands as well. They are heavy, but there's a lot of melody in what they do as well. And having seen them at Brixton recently in that amazing show, if they bring even a tiny bit of that, you kind of hope people do sit back and are like, what is this? I want to know more about it.
0: It's hard with metal, isn't it? Because Gujira are a a massive band within our scene. They're one of the biggest and most important metal bands of the 21st century. And hopefully they'll be able to get onto a platform where they can maybe headline arenas over here and across Europe at some point. Um, But if you're much more mainstream friendly, you can end up doing that on like your second album. Again, I don't actually know what venues churches do, to be fair. I might be overselling them a bit, but... I can imagine there's a lot of people that have heard their biggest songs compared to people who have heard Gajira songs. Yeah, so absolutely. it's a really difficult thing to compare to each other. Uh, but I would go to that, Bill. I'll go see that.
1: I'd love to see that.
0: JPEG Mafia, bit of Youth Code, bit of Churches, bit of Gejira, bit of Deftones. <laughs>
1: how, how did this all end? How did it actually play They're out? They're all friends the now, <laughs> I think.
0: Because like, <laughs> like I said, Jay, Jamie saw... Um, uh, i forgot her name already. Was it Lauren?
1: Yeah, Lauren Mabry. Yeah, Lauren.
0: Uh, Jamie saw Lauren's um, uh, tweet back at him and just kind of said, oh, sorry, my bad, blah, 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 blah. I didn't know Like, Jamie's not the kind of guy that's going to go actually start shit with pop acts. I, I no, think he's, he's just making a, a fair point about really where cool metal well. stands. Like, in the
1: He's usually massively PMA and, like, totally positive about things and championing things and championing people's power to affect change and all the rest of it. So... I can't see he'd actually have a problem with it and narrowing all the details of it. Maybe yeah. it's just a sort of gut reaction thing.
0: And, and and I think the general consensus seems to be that people do quite like lot of churches, <laughs> like even in the metal scene. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, they're definitely. quite a credible band. Yeah. Um, It's not it's like, not like booked, Justin Bieber or something. Yeah, or like, I don't know, Mason Ramsey or <laughs> something. Do you know what I mean? I don't like, know who he is. Yeah, you do. The yodelling no. Walmart kid, kid who's just oh. been put on Old Town Road.
1: Yeah, no, I do. Yeah
0: um so there we go anyway everyone's friends now we love hate breed and churches let's all be best mates forever that's the way to be uh Elle went to quite an interesting gig this week i did it tell was... us about it immediately
1: it was super cool it was a band called bloody wood and they are an indian metal band from new delhi i think and they had a viral video a couple of years ago called ari ari it's at like three and a half million views on youtube absolute
0: banger of a video it's really
1: good go and check that out if you haven't and they came and played a small venue upstairs at Islington Academy I think probably just a couple of hundred people and uh, it's not a great place to see bands particularly it's just literally kind of a basic room but they came on with so much energy And it's basically like they're an Indian new metal band that kind of bring the sounds of India into new metal. And the crowd were obviously sort of a mixture of metal fans. And there are a lot of Indian metal fans there, which is really cool, because you don't get a huge amount of Indian metal bands coming over. Like Sky Harbor, the last one I remember seeing. Um, Although the scene in India was obviously really big. And they have like a singer and a rapper who kind of interchange the vocals. And then they have like a backing track. Well, I couldn't see the back of the stage, so I don't think they had all their instruments with them. I think they had some in a backing track, but it's such a tiny crowded venue, it's hard to see. But they had a really cool guy who was the MVP, who was playing a flute. He was great. (laughs) I don't know what kind of flute. The most
0: metal wind instrument.
1: I couldn't see close enough to see what kind of flute it was or take a guess, but he had some kind of flute uh, or whistle. I think it was a flute though.
0: Need someone to clear Basically, this up for us. If anyone was there or knows the band, can you clear up what instrument this was, that was getting blown? it
1: looked to me like some kind of tin whistle, but their Facebook page lists a flute. And I thought maybe it's some kind of Indian flute that I don't know the name for, so I couldn't really see. But it sounded really, really cool. Like, they were just... All this energy, they were just bouncing around the stage. They were just really going for it, because obviously it's the first time they toured Europe. It's the first time they played in London. They were super hyped to be there. Before they even hit the stage, people in the crowd were screaming, like boy band level screaming, screaming, screaming. Wow. Um Some people had come, I don't know if you could call it cosplay. Some people had come in sort of traditional Indian dress, but weren't Indian. I don't know what that mm. was about. That was a bit random. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what that whole thing was about. But there you go. There are a couple of people who've done that as well. Wow. Uh, there were two kids there. Have
0: you seen as hashtag problematic in today's as in, <laughs> in cultural appropriation?
1: Yeah. Could be.
0: I mean, it is, but I don't. I... But yeah. let's not get into that for now. Yeah, I mean that's another <laughs>
1: discussion. But uh, people, what I'm trying to get across is that people were well into them, and there were two kids there. And probably, I don't know, about the age of seven or so, under ten, but higher than five.
0: <laughs> okay. But there was like... You said this the other day, that you just can't tell the age of children. No,
1: I didn't say that. That was... One of my friends said that oh, okay. when we were out. I have a niece and nephew who helped me guess around the ages <laughs> okay. of children. Anyway, um, there was sort of like end of primary school age, and uh, that I was like, wow, look, there's kids here and their dad was like laughing and he goes to me like, Oh, they made me come here and stuff. But you know, it's it was funny. He'd obviously got into the band and brought them along. Yeah. And um they were really positive as well. Like they had all these positive messages. You know, if you've seen the video, you'll kinda of know a bit about that. Um, they said uh they're talking about using their worst moments to fuel them to become our best. They said, oh, they did a song about depression. They said, uh, we want to talk about a disease that is killing many of us. It lives at the bottom of a deep, dark pit. It has so many faces. Maybe that's why it's so hard to believe in. This monster has a name. It's called Depression. Um, So I don't know. They were just like, they were just really, um, really super hyped, really super stoked. And everyone there was really super stoked. So it's just this, you're looking at me as if you're like going to say something. No, no,
0: I'm not at all. Not at all. I was going to crack a joke in the middle of that thing about the monster being like, sounding like some swamp monster or something, but then it turned into quite a... A depression monster. Yeah, quite a (laughs) pertinent, like, nice point, so I just shut up.
1: And they did that thing a lot of bands are doing where they do speak about depression and they made people put their hands in the air if they'd um, ever struggled with it and that kind of thing. Yeah. Because I think it's a big part of their thing is this whole positive mental attitude sort of a deal. But their music's not preachy. Um, Some of it's sung in English, some of it's sung um, in Indian... But <laughs> you wish you'd looked up which dialect, didn't you? I don't know what dialect it's sung in. Something... It'll be online somewhere. Yeah. Please go and check because I have no idea. I wish I'd done some research now. So <laughs> you. You were going to take a gamble <laughs> with that, weren't you? <laughs> I just thought I'd go generic. Oh, I don't know. I don't Never know mind. what dialect it is. So anyway, they're really good. And I hope they come back. And I hope they get booked for a festival because I'd love to see them play somewhere like Download. I think it would go off. Fun new metal. Bloody wood. They're Cross between kids. Bollywood and new metal.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that um, the video um, you talked about, that, that went viral, was awesome. Like, uh, Ari Ari, was it? Yeah. Yeah, like, just absolutely awesome. Um, very, very cool indeed. Awesome band. Really good to see bands from... Places in the world that don't get maybe as much uh, support or coverage as they could do, make it over here. So I hope you'll see them back over here very soon. And I'm sure you'll read all about them in Metal Hammer very soon indeed as well. Um, what is going on in the world of metal? Big tool news. Big tool news this week. Um, we officially have an album title, guys. Finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. Someone tell me about it.
2: The album will be called Fear Inoculum.
0: Yeah. What the fuck does that mean?
2: Well, fear <laughs> is being scared. I
1: knew, I got that bit. And inoculum is That's like, vaccinating Yeah, yourself. vaccinating against fear. Yeah. So. so it's vaccinating against fear.
0: So they could have just called it brave, being brave.
1: <laughs> they could, but they've called it vaccinating against fear. I guess implying...
0: Quite a stirring album title, to be fair.
1: Implying that you should vaccinate yourself against fear.
0: There you go. Don't be scared. Uh, It's out August 30th. And uh, the other big, 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 big news, maybe even bigger news in some ways, is that Tool's Back Catalog is finally coming to streaming platforms this Friday. So people who have either never even listened to Tool before or who have done but haven't dusted off their CDs or records in about 10 years, uh, we can all finally just listen to Tool on our phones. Think of that. It's going to be fun.
1: It's going to be fun, yeah.
0: What's the first song you're going to play, Elle? (laughs) Parabola. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> nice um, what else is going on uh, there's a big old tour coming this tour's gonna be amazing the thrashiest tour ever maybe uh, Testament, Exodus and Death Angel all teaming up for a UK tour that's gonna be hitting um, these shores in March 2020 they call it the Bay Strikes Back tour that's gonna be a bit good isn't it bit of that yeah 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 Cool, good. glad you're both as excited yeah. as I am. Brilliant. Sorry,
1: I was distracted. I forgot to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to look up what language Blizzard I was know you were, and I was try- I've
0: been trying to cover you for the last
1: 20 seconds. <laughs> I think, I think they're singing Punjabi, but I'm not sure.
0: Okay, good. It's
1: hard to Google it.
0: It is, it's because we're all ignorant idiots, but I know. we can work it out. I hate myself. Don't you hate yourself, you still want to see the band. Just, you know.
1: I bought a t shirt as well, I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
2: This makes it even worse
1: that I don't even know what language I'm listening to. That's why I hate myself. Yeah, okay. Well... Do
2: they sing bits in English?
1: Yeah, they do. Anyway, you were talking about a tour that I wasn't listening to. Yes. Just talk about it again. I'll join in.
0: That's fine. So... Testament, Exodus and Death Angel are teaming up for a UK tour. Yay. Yeah, And as I said, it's going to be called The Bass Strikes Back. It's going to be thrash as fuck. That should be really, really good. Three bands that are, I guess are all kind of uh, pitching just outside the big four.
1: I like the name, The Bass Strikes Back.
0: They could be called like the secondary three. The second biggest three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rolls off the tongue really nicely. Get
0: creator in there and you've got the... Slightly less, but still big four. Perfect.
1: Um, that's cool. I mean, I was never they're really, really bad, into are, yeah. those bands particularly, but um, Testament came and played here quite a lot. Like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, there was a spate of them coming around like every few months, seemingly. And I really enjoyed them. I thought Chuck Billy was really cool and um, really good front man. And I don't know, it was just, they're just really, really fun band. I don't think I quite realised like how fun some of those older bands are. Yeah, definitely. I just kind of like thought, oh, they're just like old bands that I'm not really fussed about and then actually watching them I was like there's loads of fun to be had here
0: yeah definitely that's going to be a hell of a tour a lot of battle jackets and denim at that I reckon and battle vests is what I meant to say are
1: you going to wear yours
0: Um, I don't have one I'm sure you do well I've got a denim vest I haven't put any patches and stuff on it yet though what are you going to put on it Um, I've got a couple of maiden patches that I've been saving I've got a ghost patch somewhere Um, and I haven't thought Further beyond it, apart <laughs> <laughs> from that, because I haven't worn it in about Can 18 months. So
1: please send in some patches, and then Melon is going to have to put yeah. them on his jacket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, send us some yeah, patches. Yeah,
0: sure. Okay. If people actually send patches to the Metal Hammer office, I will send actually put them one. on my jacket. I'll
2: Do take any that
1: you've As don't long as want. they're not like <laughs> racist
0: or something. <laughs> but I'll, apart from that, I'll yeah I sure. Love, i would love to see whatever what you want send. it'll go on there
1: and then i'd love mm-hmm. to see them just all go on the jacket it's, mm. a, it's like a crowd funded jacket
2: yeah maybe it would probably be one of those ones that you're like what you've got those two bands on the same jacket next yeah. to each other <laughs> oh you should get a party cannon patch that's the best logo yeah
0: that would be amazing <laughs> have you seen that band alice
2: i haven't seen them
0: They're they're a black metal band but their yeah. logo is like Done in like party balloons. So yeah, no, I've always... seen the logo. Oh, you've seen the logo. Okay, yeah, sorry. So I just
2: haven't seen them. No, I haven't seen them. Really. Yeah. Oh, I heard they were really good live though.
0: They fucking better be with a logo like that. Yeah. If they were just like a straight up black metal band, it'd <laughs> be really disappointing. <laughs> uh, but I've got no idea. Yeah. So if anyone wants to send me patches, I'll put it on my battle jacket uh, vest, and I'll go to the Bay Strikes Back and get beaten up because people have sent me weird shit. Um,
1: <laughs> but you wish I hadn't joined in now.
0: Yep, I do. Ramstein are playing. Uh, uh, Ramstein have announced another UK day. Massive, ah, massive news. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing Cardiff Principality Stadium on June 14th. It's a big stadium as well. Big rugby stadium. So it's yeah. quite a, a, a level up from um, the uh, Coventry and Milton Keynes stadiums that they've already played or have announced. Um, so this is June 14th. This is download weekend, I believe, isn't it?
1: I was confused um, about that. It's traditionally the kind of weekend they check. have download on. And I was thinking... Does that mean they're playing their own show, so they wouldn't be playing Download? Yeah. But or then they could does do it mean one day. exactly? Yeah. Does right. it mean that that they're going to do two shows because they've got two setups? Yeah, that of is their... that is
0: actually Download weekend. It's the Sunday of Download.
1: They've got two setups of their stage, so they could technically have a setup at Download and a setup at Cardiff, and have the crew in the country to be working on those shows. It kind of makes sense to almost do two in one. But by the same token, why do you download if you can do your own shows? So I literally have no idea.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, Ramstein has been not quite the biggest game in town because we've had Metallica over here and stuff, but it's been kind of the most hyped live show in town this year. It was the best thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, there (laughs) you go. Um, And so if download can get them and make it work with that, because they'd have to have their own stage and stuff, wouldn't they? So I just think... I don't know. I don't know. They if if it can happen, I'm sure Download will try and make it happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's just not feasible. And I, and I wouldn't be so surprised what can you if do? they just
1: did the ACDC thing and they just had a separate stage for Ramstein, which is one of their stage setups, played there. And then, you know, two days later, they go and play Cardiff with their other setup while the Download one's being broken down. Like, that wouldn't surprise me either. It's just, would they do that or would they just not have, like, another UK date or something two days know.
0: apart for a gig that big is mad though even if you've got multiple setups and stuff that just seems insane you we we'd have to two of every,
1: everything you have two of the stage set up two sets of pyro like everything
0: So I still don't understand how they do that it's well, they so build, expensive they build
1: one stage and at the same time as that one they're building another one somewhere else no I understand that logistically <laughs> I'm talking about
0: you know, Ramstein are a big band, but they're not Metallica big. That's a lot of money you're spending. Yeah, yeah. You're spending. No, the, I know. You're basically putting together the most expensive stage show ever twice.
1: I know, because I got a ticket for the Coventry one. It's like eighty quid, which was similar price to London, same price actually. And you Milton kind of Milton Keynes, actually. Oh, Milton Keynes, whatever. I don't remember. I just, <laughs> I just got on a train okay, and I was there. Home counties <laughs> will not be overlooked. All right. I'm sorry, Milton Keynes show. And um, yeah, it's just, I think I mentioned before, it's really weird because you're kind of watching it going like, I understand now why my ticket costs 80 quid because they need venue hire, security, like and the, all the pyro, all the production, all the crew. Like how many people are involved in this? And you're sort of then kind of going, actually, it seems really cheap. I don't know how they do it.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, if there's ever a stage show worth paying that for, it's that. But yeah, yeah I don't Maybe know they, they just twice.
1: buy all their pyro in bulk and you get a discount. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just from like a corner shop.
1: Yeah, can <laughs> I have five rockets, please? You've got some
0: guy that gives them a deal. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's going to be mad. But will they play download? Uh, we will see, I guess. I did see uh, someone from Live Nation on it publicly on Instagram saying that some kind of lineup announcement might happen soon. Um, I don't know if that means... I don't know what soon means. It could mean four or five months from now. Um, but uh, who knows? Who knows? And we literally don't know, by the way. We're not covering for anything. So we'll have to wait and see, like everyone
1: else. I just want to see that show again really, really, really badly.
0: And you are, aren't you? Yeah, Coventry. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, but
1: it's in a year. Your
0: wish is your command.
1: It's in a year. <laughs> Worth the wait, actual though. actual year. I'll be a whole year older. Wow.
0: There you go. Yeah, you, wow. you have to wait a year. You know.
1: I want to say it now.
0: Uh, I can't help you with that. (laughs) Let's take some questions from facebook.com forward slash metalhammer readers. Who wants to do this? I'll do it. Go on then.
1: Andre Lasku asks, any hopes for a new Metallica album?
0: Yes, eventually. How long? Absolutely. Uh, Well, it's been two and a half years since, um, nearly three years actually since uh, Hardwired Already. I don't think we'll get another Metallic album for at least a couple more years because they are just finishing up the final legs of their stadium European tour. And it would not surprise me if we end up seeing them do a festival or something next year as well. They'll probably do or maybe they'll go do the American festivals next year and then they might do the European festivals the year after that. I think Metallica can tour off an album as long as they want to, to be honest. And then they do things like they'll do an Escape from the Studio tour and then they'll do an album anniversary tour or they'll do some crazy thing like do Glastonbury or do By Request or something. Or a film. Or a film, yeah. <laughs> like It doesn't take much for Metallica to procrastinate away from doing an album. But um, I definitely want to know that i hardwired for the most part. It was brilliant, so...
1: Do you think we should do an office sweepstake where we all just take bets on how long it will take and then you get additional, like, points slash money for any extra ventures, you correctly guess?
0: Yes. But I don't want to organise that. Because <laughs> it sounds really confusing.
1: Alice, you can organise it.
2: No! You, well, your idea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um... Uh, uh, but yeah I definitely want a new Metallica album um, but I'm going to see them in Prague in uh, two
1: and a half weeks shit you're so going to have such a great time it's going to be good although
0: apparently BA are, uh, are going on strike in a couple of weeks <laughs> so maybe I won't get there after all who PA? knows that's are who we're flights? flying with yeah. uh, Oh, and apparently the 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 deadline with which they have to inform passengers they're off is like that weekend so that will be the first weekend where it all gets scuppered if it goes ahead. So.
1: Maybe it's time to start looking up alternative flight plans. Maybe
0: it is. Mm. Or walk there. No, we'll see. To walk. be continued. Swim the continued and then swim. Swim
2: swim <laughs> walk. Swim and then walk. Set off yeah. now. <laughs>
0: I'll probably have to. <laughs> uh, Trent Swindles asks, what happened? <laughs> it's very sumptuous, Trent. What happens when the new Tool album just ends up being a pretty good Tool album <laughs> instead of breaking the universe in half with its awesomeness? Is it possible to live up to thirteen years? Of no, and uh, that's being exactly away? what's going to happen. Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, big call from Alice <laughs> straight off the bat. Are you a Tool fan? I can't remember what you I said. I don't mind them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember I was talking about them after download. Um, but you're the wrong person to ask then, surely.
1: <laughs> Alice just likes Schadenfreude. Is that how you pronounce it? Schadenfreude? 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 How do you say that word? I think it's Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. <laughs> you love it when like a band has an album out that you don't like and then people don't like it. You're like, ha ha ha, I always knew they were rubbish. Sounds <laughs> you
0: right for liking them.
1: Yeah. Stupid uh, people. Yeah, stop getting so excited.
0: You like music, prick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I get excited about albums as well. But. Well, after
1: 13 years, you hope it's going to be good, right? But it's just, like you said, people have certain expectations and it's whether it meets those expectations or whether it falls short of those expectations. If you've heard the new Tall Songs, Invincible and Descending, you probably have an idea of what the album will sound like based on those songs. And so I would say that's something to go on at least. You can kind of adjust your expectations accordingly.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um Yeah, I don't know, songs getting, I feel like when, uh, it's quite rare that I can remember bands playing new songs that were unreleased where I felt like they made an impact and therefore that informed the album. Do you know what I mean? You're going to have to hear them within the whole,
1: yeah, and you have to hear them recorded with no other stuff there. Yeah,
0: like I remember when Metallica started playing new stuff off Death Magnetic and it was like... Just couldn't really say anything for it because it was like, oh, this bit of riff sounds good. Oh, and that's did, Metallica, not talk Well, they did know? like Lords of Summer. You mean no for Death Magnetic? So when they started playing Cyanide, but they hadn't labelled uh, it then and uh, all that okay, kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm talking like 2006. Um, uh, and yeah, oh yeah, I mean Lords of Summer isn't very good. So that was a which I think is proven because it wasn't left, it <laughs> wasn't put no, on the album in the end, wasn't there. Apart from the extended edition. Um, Yeah, I can't remember. I remember when seeing AFI playing Dancing Through Sunday for the first time at the AFI, at the the Astoria, (laughs) um, and that sounded banging, but I was a hyped-up kid then, so I probably would have thought anything they really sounded banging. Otherwise, I don't think it's very easy to make new songs click if you haven't heard the album.
1: One of my friends is going to get in a darkened room and literally darken all the windows and shut all the doors and everything and just barricade himself in it, and he wants to get people around to listen to it all at once. Wow.
0: I think the new Dark Crystal series is getting released on the same it day is, as well. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of acid going to get dropped that day. <laughs> <laughs> not by me. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, that's probably what I'll be doing when the Tool album's out. Just watching elves scamper around with skeksis. That'll be fun. Gelflings, not elves. Fix myself. Um, we didn't really
1: answer that, did we? Oh, well, well
0: that's because it's very assumptuous. That's for Trent to decide on how he will feel <laughs> if he's underwhelmed by the Tool album. Then... I guess the universe won't break in half.
2: I don't think it'll break in half anyway.
0: Well, <laughs> we'll see. Thanks won't for we? your
2: contribution. <laughs> uh,
0: you can take the next question, Alice, for that rudeness about our tool.
2: Uh, it's another tool one. Is it? Oh yeah.
0: This is a good one though. Um, uh, Eleanor will definitely have to answer. <laughs>
2: Jamie Phillips says, I'm going to try and get into tool when the music starts streaming what are the best albums to start with for a complete beginner i would start with lateralis jamie phillips 100% would agree
1: because i think that's the easiest to get into in terms of everything really i think it's kind of really where a lot of their sort of themes and sound crystallized i think it's kind of got a mixture of their sort of longer songs and shorter songs it's got loads of like amazing hooks on it It's just a really great record and I think something that has stood the test of time as well. Whereas if you go back right to the beginning, definitely do that. Listen to Opiate and Undertow. They're more kind of accessible, raw metal songs that are really, really cool. That's kind of where they started from. And then the last couple of records, well, 10,000 Days, the last one, is more of their proggy side. And it's quite personal. Maynard talks about his mum who died of a brain aneurysm um, 10,000 days after she well she was paralyzed by a brain aneurysm and 10,000 days is the period she lived with that condition and then uh, before she died and so he's kind of singing about how she's uh, you know all the things she's had to go through and now she's going home to meet a maker and that kind of thing and it's really quite an emotional long road so probably not something you'd want to jump into straight away with about without a bit of a run-up anima um, is the one that kind of went triple platinum and really kind of took off for them so that's a really good one as well but yeah just as a kind of solid i want to feel for what this band is about and what they do and what they write about i'd definitely say head for lateralis nice
0: do you know what we should do what we should put together a beginner's guide to tool playlist and put it out on the website we should
1: do that yeah yes let's do that.
0: And let's do it first thing because now loads of people will hear this and have the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> if you are wanting to get into Tool, we'll get L to conduct and put together uh, an ultimate uh, beginners guide to uh, the songs that will get you into them properly, um, which mm-hmm. we'll put that out on Friday when the when the Tool back catalog hits um, streaming platforms. So we will do that. I'm excited for nice. everyone to
1: hear them because Obviously you can still hear music that's not on streaming platforms, but you have to go out and make that effort and a lot of people have kind of heard of Tool and not really heard them and I
2: think it's gonna be really cool that people it's just gonna be easier for people to hear them and it I'm makes excited. It so accessible. Like yeah. with everything you're like, Oh I haven't heard of like you hear of a new band and you can just easily just go and listen to the whole album or whatever and like I still buy records and stuff with you're Spotify. And I also have Spotify <laughs> Premium, so I pay for it. But I just think it's a really good thing for bands and just getting into bands. And
1: I'm just excited. It makes me excited when people are excited about music. It's just up a big, big whole loop of excitement. And I think it's cool that people are going to hear these songs that I've loved and other people have loved for a really long time.
0: How do you listen to Tool now?
1: Oh, I well, I don't listen to it on the move. I listen to it in my house because oh, like I've CDs got, or records. Or? I've got music on a server. Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah, good old digit. yeah. I've I've got all music on digital somewhere, but yeah. I, I literally so, haven't listened, sat down and listened to it all for years. But but I never listen to reason. them
1: when I'm on the move because I haven't got a lot of music on my phone because I just use Spotify. I've got a few albums on there, but I barely bother. So yeah, just like in their house.
0: Fair, 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 <laughs> fair. I don't know if that's a
1: good answer. That's the real
0: answer. Although we should say, I imagine it will also be hitting Deezer amongst other uh, streaming platforms. We, of course, uh, got a few bits up on Deezer if you want to check all those out. Do it. Um, Jeremy asks, what bands have only gotten better over the years versus ones that... Well, what bands have only got better over the years? What ones have only gotten worse? I don't think you can really pick bands that were shit to start with and that have got worse because that kind of doesn't count.
2: I don't know, that's really hard, isn't yeah, it? I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of any. The, I
0: had a couple that came to mind for worse and I felt really bad to say it. Go on. In Flames.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah. And
0: it really breaks my heart to say that because I think they had a real mid noughties renaissance and I liked... Um, I, I, I really liked Sounds of a Playground Fading and I really liked um, the, the one before it that had the Mirrors Truth on it. Come Clarity is brilliant, but generally speaking... They were kind of one of the single greatest metal bands of all time in the 90s. And then they were still really solid into the 2000s and then kind of since the 2010s, the 10s. So we call it the 10s, the teens, the I don't mm. know. Since 2010, oh, the last three albums really haven't done anything for me at all. And it's at the point now where I'm just like, I kind of checked out a bit with flames personally.
1: Sometimes. Although I don't
0: know if that opinion shared. I seem to, it seems to, to the last album seemed to get pretty well received I thought
1: actually, I thought they actually kind of returned to some of their old energy. I thought it, I definitely felt that like sort of a bit of an upswing. I think there. a
0: few people felt that. I saw a few people in bands that I follow um, really bigging it up. So I don't know if I was in a bit of a minority on that one, but generally speaking, I feel like it's slumped a bit. Um,
2: I didn't mind the one that was like 2014, maybe it would have been Siren Charms. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't mind that one, but I don't like the last one. I really didn't like it at all. Yeah, I tried and I was like, oh no, <laughs> that's no. Pretty damning. I'm it's one the of same because
0: those... I saw them on Siren Charms, and I, I wasn't that big on the album, but they were. I saw them at the Shepherd's Bush Empire, and they were fucking great that night. They were so good, and like the new song sounded pretty good. Hmm. So they, um, I mean, that's five years ago now, but they can still kill it live.
1: But I don't
0: know, it's just not for me where they've gone.
1: I'm one of those people who was obsessed with hybrid theory and liked Meteora and then just kind of slipped away from Linkin Park because I just didn't feel as excited by the direction they went in.
0: I they just changed, didn't they? They just they came changed, a different yeah. band. They totally outgrew new metal and became this kind of... A uh, more polished alternative rock band I and guess last time
1: it. i saw them when they well i think it was the time when they did hybrid theory at download and they did a second set which was all kind of a mixture of their back catalog i did find myself going actually i really like this song i like this song like for the singles i realized that i did actually yeah, like totally. all the singles but there were a lot of stuff on the albums that i just wasn't too into it just wasn't for me anymore yeah
0: no i get that um uh, I did quite like the album they did where they went a bit heavier and they got Darren from System in for that one song. I <laughs> want to say the <laughs> hunting party? <laughs> but I don't yeah I think know. it was the hunting was party. It? Yeah I think so. <laughs> like I know th- the one that's you mean, a good tune yeah. on it. But
1: that's the thing I like those I like those albums, kind yeah. of individual tracks but when it came down to sitting down I would never really sit down and put on those records. Fair. It didn't Fair. mean they got worse it was just I changed.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of the I mean Linkin Park obviously did age well because they became one of the biggest bands in the world but oh, I, I think a lot of the bands from the new metal era didn't age spectacularly to be honest no American Head there's a band that started off amazing and I don't even know they just kind of went eh, afterwards P. yeah Static X Static X yeah uh, I, don't, I didn't ever listen to the albums after Machine to be honest
1: yeah I that's what like I mean Machine, I though. think a lot of people just drifted away and in terms
0: of bad that have only gotten better and better, I mean,
1: a 100%.
0: Yeah, Kajira is a brilliant shout. Architects as well, I'd probably mm. put in that bracket. Again, you could, I think you can pick between certain albums you like a bit better than others, but in terms of general.
1: There was that big leap, I think, you know, when yeah. they did Lost Forever Lost Together. Yeah, definitely. That was like, whoa.
0: That's what I mean. Like, you might like Lost like Forever more than. Um, is it all our gods was the next all one? All our gods Have abandoned us. Yeah. Like you might like that more than that, or you might like one more than the other. But in terms of general momentum, Architects is a good shout. Gazira is a good shout. Um Parkway Bar- Drive. They got I was gonna say better. Parkway, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like they've now one of the best live well, they've always been brilliant live, but now they're one of the like best live attractions going. Yeah. Um Baroness as well. Um, although actually they've always just been sick. So I don't know if you could say they just got better and better. Uh I think in term I think uh, no, I can't really say Maiden.
1: Oh, what? Were you going to say some? Are you going to cuss out your favorite band?
0: No, I was going to say Maiden, have been, in some ways only got better and better because okay. their like their their live show has continually been brilliant and they uh, they just always been brilliant. They, they, there's something about them that's more accomplished in their songwriting now, um, I guess. And their stage shows just seem to get more and more mad. So live, in, in that sense, they just keep getting better because uh, they've always been brilliant live. But, I mean, that Legacy of the Beast set last year was out of control. Ramstein as well, a band that just get better and better and better in terms of their live show. Which yeah, just when them. you think they can't set their own bar any higher, they go and do it, don't they?
1: Roller Tomassi was listening to them last night. They've just got better and better. Yep, yeah, definitely. So much emotion in that last record. Yeah. And just keep on going as well, like... They've always been sort of a big band in the underground. They've not gone massively mainstream or anything, but they're just better and better and better.
0: Agreed. Hooray for good bands.
1: There's so many bands.
0: (laughs) Deep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do the next one?
1: Sometimes I say things like Ralph Wiggum and I can't help it. (laughs) Sometimes there are many bands. Exactly. (laughs) Scott S. asks, who's got a better tan? Clearly me. I don't know. Clearly me's got us. Putting my arm next
0: to their legs.
1: I am. No, I've
0: got a better tan than you.
1: Yeah, because I was just about to say,
2: I yeah, have. my legs aren't as tanned as my arms. I they're, have. I think they're not that great anymore. All
1: the tan of
2: a the vanilla is, ice
0: cream. I think the correct answer is none of us.
1: Is that me? Look at me next to you guys. I literally look like <laughs> I've never seen think, Well, the answer is entire not Al. <laughs> Put my it my that way. I think
2: my shoulder's the
1: best bit. I don't Oh tan. yeah,
0: that's, that's some colour
1: <laughs> i don't tell i just literally look like pasty i just literally look like milk <laughs> <laughs> milk with eyes <laughs> yeah i'm just milk with eyes what are those lollipops that are just milk frozen mini <laughs> milks yeah I oh my those. god i've got a ton of them of those. you can get
0: like uh nine of them from oldie for like 85p they're so sick, <laughs> but they're like off-brand ones, but they taste so good. I was smashing like eight of them the other day when it was really hot.
1: If was just, amazing. If you just like colour one of them in with a pink marker for some pink hair and put eyes on them, that, that's me.
2: Milk with eyes. The vanilla one. Oh dear.
0: Um, do you want to do the last question, Milky? You M- Milk <laughs>
1: can't me Milky. That's a horrendous name. El Milko. <laughs> Sirius 8 Black <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard? Sirius oh. 8 Black asks Which factors do you take <laughs> Shut sorry, up sorry. <laughs> I'm just pale okay It's fine I can deal with it on, sorry, Which on, factors on. do you take into consideration When determining whether a cover is successful
0: Sweet sweet sales say, I was <laughs> no, gonna say um, sales <laughs> yeah if the cover sells well it's good um we've kind of touched on this stuff before but obviously when you put Iron Maiden on the cover or Slipknot on the cover of Metal Hammer you know that it is going to sell more magazines than if you put a younger band on the cover or a smaller band on the cover or maybe a slightly less kind of quote-unquote true metal band on the cover. Um, so you set you set slightly different targets and slightly different ambitions for what you want covers to do. Part of the reason we have introduced things like bundles um, as like uh, alternative ways to make a big fuss out of bands is because it means we can justifiably take some risks and maybe we won't see, uh, you know, we put a band like Sabaton on the cover, for instance, We want to do that because they're a modern metal band doing great things. We want to celebrate that, but we we know that that's not going to, you know, sell as many issues as Slipknot do or Metallica do. They're just not. So we might do a bundle with them, or we might do something else with them that makes them, uh, that means we know, fan we can still create something that fans are excited about and fans want to um, be a part of. But we'll also kind of pull us back some revenue that maybe we might lose on the newsstand compared to doing one of the. "Quote unquote, big, 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 big bands, um, and so from that point of view, we're 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 able to kind of find success in in most issues we do now because we we're realistic about what you can do with uh, putting different bands on the cover now, and we kind of adjust our methods of doing that accordingly. Um, that's quite a long winded way of doing it, but basically, there's there's different ways to measure success when you're dealing with magazines now, and I think uh, we've seen some real success on different levels this year with the way we've started to think about how we present Metal Hammer and the bands we cover, which is really good. And we really appreciate the fact that um, you know, our readers are still sticking with us. You're still picking up the magazine, you're picking up the bundles, you're coming to the website. Um, you know, that to us is 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 success and we're really happy to be in the position we're in at the moment, which is nice, isn't it?
1: It is. And it's nice to have the issue at the moment with slip with nine covers. Nine covers.
0: Because
1: that is super cool. It's just cool.
0: covers. Yeah, that's another good example. You know, we know Slipknot are out there a lot. You see Corey Taylor um, giving his latest opinions on the internet every (laughs) single week. They're not the same kind of completely out there, mysterious band that you don't hear about anymore until they've got a new album out. Like by the time Slipknot have a new album out, you've heard Corey talking about it for like three months straight. Uh, So doing things like that is just a nice, fun way to make more of an event out of it, make fans feel excited about it, like we're excited about it um we'll never do anything on metal hammer that we don't feel excited about and that we wouldn't feel excited about as fans because that's what we ultimately still are and um you know that's how it's gonna stay that is true
1: we're all like fighting in the office over who got which person like which copy we wanted i wanted a gym but i still want a clown i don't know if there are any left
0: i'm a big fan of tortilla guy (laughs)
1: <laughs> he surprisingly <laughs> sold very well
0: yeah well they all sold out but he sold out uh fairly quick
1: yeah which was because we thought maybe he wouldn't sell out as quickly because people didn't know him as well but he yeah, did
0: uh, tortilla guy making big moves in this little, <laughs> little world <laughs> uh, mask, and on that note uh again thanks to the people that have picked up the issue you can still go and pick it up now uh for a couple more weeks or so i think it's gonna be on sale in the uk so get on it immediately. Don't miss out because, um, you know, those covers are becoming increasingly hard to get hold of. Uh, we will see you all next week. Have a lovely time. And that's it. I'm trying to think of something else to make this sign off more interesting. But
1: Have we been really quiet, man? Is that the problem? If we let you do all the talking? Well, me and Alice have got the couch. No, you've been all right. Me and Alice have got the couch today, yeah. so we're just kind of like flopping about a bit on the couch. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> you've got a, like a chair, like an adult human. I know, I
0: feel really on it. I feel like I'm the producer. I'm just like, all right, guys, come on. Yeah, let's do we're this.
2: just kind of having a little chill, aren't we? Yeah, I just want to just chill here.
0: Our, our recording situation is so much more relaxed now because we're like in the nice soundproof room. We've got these better mics, we've got a sofa. Oh, it's good times ahead. <laughs>
2: send everyone patches
1: send everyone patches everyone, no what everyone send patches for Merle we want to make this yes. jacket happen
0: let's do it send me the most ridiculous awesome non-offensive patch you can and I will put it on my battle jacket if you can do it in the next 10 days I'll do it and wear <laughs> it to bloodstock how about that but I'm not going to do it if there's only like one like one Taylor Swift patch in the top left hand corner it's got to be can you sew? no
1: Aww. obviously not how are you going to put them on?
0: Uh, I know some people okay (laughs) (laughs) see you next week everybody Bye. bye bye